0: You can also tell your smart speakers to play Vision Kids Radio. If you don't already have the Vision app on your phone or tablet, you can download it for free when you search Vision Christian Media in your app store. Vision Kids, another way we're helping the whole family look to God daily. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media.
1: I think some people think heaven's going to be a long worship service.
0: Coming up, Pastor Greg Laurie points out what we'll be doing in heaven, influenced by the gratitude and praise that spring up from within us.
1: There will be singing in heaven. And I think one of the reasons for the unbridled worship in heaven is because now we know all things, all of our questions are answered, all of our pain is removed, all of our tears are dry. Okay, and it's going to be amazing. This is
0: the day when the lost are
1: found. This is the day for a new beginning. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. Oh, you hear
0: how the angels are singing? This is the day, the day when life begins. Sometimes we just can't hold back the joy when our favorite sports team wins the big game, when our young child takes their first steps, when you hear the words, you may kiss your bride. Well, when we get to heaven, we just may not be able to hold ourselves back from worship. Today on A New Beginning, Pastor Greg Laurie helps us see what we'll be doing in heaven and what things will be different from this life and what things will be largely the same. It's one of our most requested messages.
1: Answer some often asked questions about heaven. By the way, in our last message, we discovered, of course, heaven is an actual place, not a state of mind. It's a real place. Jesus said in John 14, "I've gone to prepare a place for you." Uh, Jesus tells us, and the rest of the Bible tells us, heaven is a city, heaven is a country, heaven is a paradise. Whatever you've experienced on this earth, the best of the best of the best doesn't even come close to the glory of heaven. Okay, so now when we're in heaven, will we know each other in heaven? Hmm. Do you think you're gonna be more stupid in heaven than you are on earth? (laughs) Maybe I should ask that question. Well, do you know each other on earth? Well, then you're gonna, of course, know each other in heaven, So I think when you get to heaven, yes, we'll see each other. Yes, we'll know one another. We're told in 1 Corinthians 13, we will know as we are known. We'll know everything we know on earth except more. We'll know everything we know on earth but with divine perspective now. Sometimes people have this mistaken notion that when you get to heaven, you have some kind of a brain wipe. It's almost like heaven's a giant lobotomy or something. No, I want to know. There's memories of earth in heaven. Oh, that can't be true, Greg, because we would be sorrowful. Well, you have perspective. See, I understand things now. How can I be rewarded for something I did on earth if there's not a memory of what I did on earth? So you're going to remember earthly things, but now with perspective. There's no break in my love for my loved ones. Death breaks ties on earth, but renews them in heaven. We're the same people we were here. Here's one that sometimes asks, will we be married in heaven? Interesting question. All right, first of all, let's take a quick poll. How many of you are married? Raise your hand up, okay. How many of you want to be married in heaven? You want to continue to be married in heaven. How many of you would rather not be married in heaven? there's a few hands going up. And some of you are not totally committed in that other question. Kind of Kelly, like, well, my wife's next to me, I do. <laughs> Liars. No. Okay, you will be married in heaven. Now, let me return to that and I'll explain it in a moment. You will be married in heaven. Okay, so one day, a group of people called the Sadducees came to Jesus. Now the Sadducees were different than the Pharisees. The Sadducees did not believe in life beyond the grave. The Sadducees did not believe in a resurrection of the body. The Sadducees had a pretty bleak outlook. In fact, their name said it all, Sad. You see, right? Because that's a sad way to see life. So they thought they were gonna trap Jesus with a question. Okay, Jesus, we have a question for you. There's this woman who was married and her husband died. And then she married the guy's brother and he died. Then she married another brother and he died and went out seven times in the resurrection whose wife is she? I would have asked, what is this woman cooking and feeding these men? (laughs) What's going on? The point of that is they, they thought, you know, oh, if you're gonna be together in the afterlife, who's gonna be married? to this person and now Jesus sets a record straight and he says in Matthew 22, you're mistaken not knowing the scriptures nor the power of God. In the resurrection they neither marry nor are given in marriage. You're like the angels of God in heaven. So they neither marry nor are given in marriage. Okay so let's say you have a really close marriage and you can't bear the thought of not being married to your spouse anymore. Well in heaven you will not have the same kind of relationship but it will be better. It'll be stronger. You will be closer, but you will not marry or be given in marriage in heaven, but you'll have the fully realized version of everything that marriage points to. So you say, well, you're contradicting yourself. You just told me we won't be married in heaven, but earlier you said we will be married in heaven. You will be married in heaven, not to each other. You're the bride married to Jesus Christ, who's the bridegroom. So you are married in heaven.
0: Thanks for joining us for A New Beginning with Pastor Greg Laurie. Today, Pastor Greg is presenting the answers to five common questions people ask about heaven, all centred on how different life will be there than it is here. It's one of this past year's most requested messages. Let's get back into it.
1: Number four, what will we do in heaven? I think some people think heaven's going to be super boring. Well, we know we will be worshipping and that is of course why I exist to bring glory to God. But uh, Revelation 15 says, I saw a glass sea mixed with fire and there stood all the people who had been victorious over the beast. That would be the Antichrist and his image and the number representing his name. They were holding harps. So there are harps in heaven. that God had given them and they were singing the song of Moses, the servant of God, and the song of the Lamb. So there will be singing in heaven. And I think one of the reasons for the unbridled worship in heaven is because now we know all things. All of our questions are answered. All of our pain is removed. All of our tears are dried. Don't misunderstand. This doesn't mean heaven's gonna be a long worship service. Because, oh, it's gonna be like a church service forever. No, you're gonna do other stuff, okay? But you're going to be doing a lot of worshiping, OK, and it's going to be amazing. But here's something else you're going to do in heaven. I guarantee this, you're going to be eating amazing food in heaven. Come on, you want that, don't you? <clears throat> See, well, where do you get that? From the Bible, the only authoritative source on heaven. Revelation 19 19, then the angel said, Blessed are those who are invited to the wedding supper. That's a reminder we're the bride of Christ, the wedding supper of the Lamb. These are the two words of God. I like the word supper. In the South, they call dinner supper. And I was raised by my grandparents for many years of my life. Uh, it was almost like being raised from someone from another century, actually. Uh, my grandfather was quite a strict disciplinarian, I have to say, and, but my grandmother was an amazing cook. She made everything from scratch. She never served leftovers one time in her life, and we had all that good southern cooking, and if you know the southern cooking, you know, fried chicken that was just incredible, uh, black-eyed peas, uh, okra, collard greens, you ever try those before? Uh, these are the things my grandmother would make, but her crowning achievement was her biscuit. I've never had a biscuit anywhere like a, this. Like if a biscuit could be literally anointed by God, this is what I'm talking <laughs> It was like so insane. It was a buttermilk biscuit. And when my grandmother was getting older, I said to my wife, Kathy, watch Mama Stella make the biscuit. Learn the secret of the biscuit. <laughs> Grasshopper, you must learn it. And you know, she did a pretty good job reproducing them, but no one could quite produce the biscuit that my grandmother, Mama Stella, made. And I just think, you know, when we get to heaven, I'm hoping to get some of those biscuits again. I'm gonna find Mama Stella. But some of you don't you know, connect to Southern cooking. You're into Mexican food, okay? So so you're thinking enchiladas and tacos and all those things. And then others are going, no, 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 it's Italian food, Italian food. No, it's, you know, the pasta and the pizza. I had pizza today. Here's my problem. I love all those foods. (laughs) Everything I love is fattening. I don't love anything that's not fattening. I don't love kale salad. Uh, I don't even know what the point of eating salad is. (laughs) To me, eating salad is like practice. It's just like, okay, I can chew and swallow good. You know, someone says, I had a nice salad for lunch. I'm like, what? (laughs) It's just nothing. It's just lettuce and stuff, you know. But whatever it is that rings your bell, good chance it will be in heaven. And if it isn't there, there will be something better there. I'm in the sushi. Okay, sushi then. Whatever you like, it's going to be better than what you could ever dream of And not only will you have that meal, but you'll be with people. The whole thing about having a nice meal is having it with someone you like to be with, right? Being with friends and family, enjoying a meal together. Well, check this out. You're gonna have some pretty amazing company. Matthew 8, 11 says, And that day comes you will take your place at the feast with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. How's that for starters? Abraham... Isaac, and Jacob to have a meal with. You can sit down at a table with Moses. Moses, could you pass the manna? (laughs) Elijah, my meat's a little undercooked. Could you give it a little more fire? Lot, could you pass the salt? Oh, Lot, you're so sensitive. Get over it. You made it to heaven. Come on, man. You have to know the Bible to get these jokes, okay? These are insider Bible jokes. But uh, one of the things that, that I've enjoyed over the years is getting to meet a lot of wonderful men and women of God. And whenever I'm around older people who've known the Lord uh, for many years, I, I, I pick their brains. You know, I've gotten to know people like Chuck Swindoll, David Jeremiah, Dr. Dobson, Alan Redpath, and of course, Billy Graham. I think I drove Billy Graham insane with all of my questions. Because whenever I was with him, I wanted to know everything about everyone and because he was like Mister History, you know, he he knew all these people I've read about. He knew Golda Meir, the Prime Minister of Israel. He he knew Muhammad Ali came over to his house for lunch. Uh, he knew every president going back to Truman. He Bono from U two came and visited him and read poetry to his wife Ruth. And his wife Ruth was as amazing as Billy was. Uh, she was just uh, just. A wealth of Bible knowledge, and it was so wonderful to be with them. He knew C.S. Lewis. I mean, I quote C.S. Lewis. He met C.S. Lewis for Pete's sake. It's just amazing the people he knew. So, I mean, thinking of that, think about meeting people of the Bible. Asking David, what was it like to slay Goliath? You know, Noah, so how did that work being in that ark all that time? Or, Or Moses, when you parted the Red Sea, give me some details about it. Esther, what was it like to save the entire Jewish race? Deborah, what was it like to lead all those people into battle? Hey, Mary, Mary, what was it like to carry Jesus in your womb and later have him in your heart? You know, I mean, don't you want to ask those questions? I do, because when I'm around godly people, I want details, I want information. I want to learn from them and you'll have access to all these great men and women of God from the Bible who've gone before us to meet the Lord. And uh, but of course it's being reunited with loved ones that we miss. How many of you have someone that was very close to you who has gone to heaven? Right now you have someone in that's pretty much everybody. So you think about those people, don't you? And you think about being with them. Because one of the hardest things about death is communication is cut off immediately. And you want to communicate with them. And it's so hard when you can't. And sometimes people want to try to talk to their loved ones and they'll go to mediums who will tell them, I'm getting messages from your loved one right now and just understand that is never real. It's either not real or it's demonic. But that you don't want to go there. You don't want to ever try to communicate with your loved ones in heaven. And I'll hear people say, well, I sense my loved one who died is with me and they spoke to me the other day. Can I be blunt with you? No, they didn't. They didn't speak to you. They're not guiding you and they're not involved in your life right now. They aren't, okay? I'm sorry. I wish I could tell you they were. I wish I could tell you that, that they're uh, you know, helping you right now. No, they aren't. They're in the other side. As David said of his son who died, he cannot come to me, but I will go to him. So they're not talking to you, they're not coming to you, but one day you will go to them. You will be reunited with them if they died in faith.
0: biblical truth today on matters of eternity from Pastor Greg Laurie. The only information we can count on about the hereafter comes from the Lord himself. It's exciting to know that we'll reunite with our loved ones in heaven, those who have put their faith in the Lord. But that's only if we've put our faith in the Lord. Have you done that? Have you come to Jesus and asked him to forgive you of your sin? Here's Pastor Greg again.
1: Would you like to know that you will go to heaven when you die? Would you like to fill that big hole deep inside of you? Listen, it's about a relationship with God. And here's the good news. God loved you so much that 2,000 years ago, he sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for your sins and then to rise again from the dead. And now Jesus, who died and rose, is standing at the door of your life and he is knocking. And he says, if you'll hear my voice, and open the door, I'll come in. Would you like Jesus Christ to come into your life? Would you like your sin forgiven? Would you like to fill the hole in your soul? Would you like to go to heaven when you die? If so, just stop what you're doing and pray this prayer with me. You can pray it out loud if you like. You can pray it in the quietness of your heart if you choose, but pray this prayer. This is a prayer of asking Jesus Christ to come into your life, pray these words. Lord Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner, but I know that you're the Savior who died on the cross for my sin and rose again from the dead. I turn from that sin now, and I choose to follow you from this moment forward. Thank you for hearing this prayer and answering this prayer. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hey, did you just pray that prayer? If so, I want to congratulate you and be the first to say, welcome to the family of God.
0: Yeah, that's right. And we want to help you get started in this new walk with the Lord. We'd like to send you some resource materials to help you in your new journey. Just ask for a New Believers Growth Pack when you call 1-800-PRAY-FOR-ME. That's 1-800-772-936. And the team would love to pray with you too. Call 1-800-772-936 today. Next time on A New Beginning, this best of message continues as Pastor Greg helps us sharpen our focus on eternity. This is the day, the day when life begins. Today's message from Pastor Greg Laurie was called Let's Talk About Heaven.